This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. It was a 30-degree day, and police were notified that a dog had been left outside on a patio at City Place. This is at Spadina Avenue and Fort York Boulevard. So one of the new swanky ones downtown. Around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, this, this woman came home to her condo, came home from work, and she could hear the dog barking next door. The dog, she described as being skin and bones, it was allegedly left alone on the balcony, had nothing but no water, just an empty vodka bottle. Yeah, you can imagine what these people are like. And uh, car tires on the balcony with the dog. Yeah, we're getting an interesting visual of the owners, that's for sure. At least I am. Uh, So the woman said she slipped some water over the balcony to the dog and then went to the door multiple times, banged on it, see if anybody's home. And finally, um, she, you know, basically had to call the police. She wanted the dog removed. It's hot. She doesn't see the difference between that and a car, but apparently there is a bit of a difference. We're joined now by Constable Craig Brister of the Toronto Police Force to talk about the gray area. Craig, thanks for joining us. No problem. So th- what is the gray area with the, you know, respects to leaving a dog on a balcony here in Toronto? A lot of it comes down to uh, a situation where there's, uh, when you're looking at a vehicle, for example, and say you have a call for uh, someone who's left a dog in a car at a plaza or what have you. We get these types of calls all the time. The officer is able to go right up to the car and assess that uh, assess that situation by being able to look inside the car. And if there's a need for them to enter the car, they do. Where we start to run into that bit of a gray area is when we come down to people's residences where there's a, there's a higher expectation of privacy and we need to be uh, we need to do more to ensure that we meet the uh, a threshold for being able to enter that residence. Now, we've done it, but it's it's a situation where each case sort of needs to be handled um, on an individual basis. Okay, so what would you need uh, in order to, what kind of uh, evidence would you need or what would you need in order to go, okay, we're going in, mm-hmm. we, we've got to get this dog out of harm's way? Well, I think you need to look at sort of the totality of, of the circumstances. You know, you're going to look at the weather, you're going to look at the situation that the animal's being kept in. For example, the example you gave where the animal was on a balcony, one of the things I would want to do would be to go onto a neighbor's balcony, if possible, to be able to look on and see what kind of condition. If I was to look around the corner and I see that the dog's got a shaded area and there's water, but he's barking or what right. have you, I'm going to be less likely to, to take further action. But if I look around onto that balcony and I see the balcony's in full sun, the dog has no water, he's maybe lying on a side panting, then I'm going to be in a, in a position where I'd be more comfortable entering that 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 residence to remove that animal. So basically, the officer needs a visual. It's You just can't go by the word of a neighbor. You know, you need to be able to articulate what you're doing and be able to explain later on why you did it. And sure. It's, it's, it's one thing for someone to say, yes, this dog's in distress, but I, I would need to see that for myself. So what do you do if there's a dog on a balcony? Do you call the cops? Absolutely. You know, there's, there are other avenues available. You can call animal services. You can call SPCA. There are routes to to report that. But, you know, in a fallback, we get calls, we get animal complaints for people calling up with uh, concerns about animals or, or what have you, like on a regular basis. And, you know, I understand that animals are protected under the criminal code. So yeah, but- you, you would think that, you know, you'd be able to do more. Well, and it, it, again, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, if you get a situation where you have an animal that's being neglected, then ab- absolutely you can remove that animal. You can lay charges. It's been done. But uh, as I said, a lot of it comes down to it's handled on a case-by-case basis. Right. And we would encourage people, if you see something where 
you know, you have you you see an animal or a dog or what have you that's in distress or you think there's an issue, give us a call. If if you're not comfortable calling the police, you can call Crime Stoppers, or you can reach out to the SPCA or or to uh, Toronto Animal Services. Should you keep? You know, people have smartphones now. Should you keep a you know a, a, a journal and with some photographs or some evidence of this going on if it's you know a case of something that has been it seems to be a chronic case of neglect. Well, you know what, it can hurt. And you know, a lot of the times they always say picture says it takes a thousand words or picture, picture speaks a thousand words. But again, you need to be careful if you're photo- taking photographs onto someone's property or uh, it's very difficult, it's very easy for that to get turned around if someone sees you and all of a sudden we're looking, well, why are you taking pictures right. into this person's backyard or onto their balcony? So there needs to be a, there needs to be a, a sort of a, a modicum of caution when doing that. But absolutely, if, if you're having repeated problems, documenting it is important. The topic of um, dogs on balconies can came up in Liberty Village, in fact, in the winter when it was minus 14 and someone left a dog outside on a balcony in the extreme cold of, uh, of winter. And so people in Liberty Village got together and they put together a petition and they're trying now, they're lobbying to make it a bylaw to make it illegal to leave dogs on balconies. Would you be in favor of this? Me as a person, absolutely. I'm a big fan of dogs, and leaving a dog out in the cold is no in the extreme cold is no different than leaving a dog out in the extreme heat. Um, you know, animals have a, a tolerance for for temperature more than we do, but still, there is a limit to that. And I would I would support it. You know, but that would be up to that'd be left to city council whether or not uh, they would want to um, enact a bylaw like that. I would encourage people um, in buildings if they were going to band together. It's always good when people get involved. That's how you affect change. But uh, people can also do it on a smaller level where just getting involved with your condo corporation in a building or if you have a, a tenant's board uh, within a, an apartment building, you can affect change that way by creating building-specific rules as well. Really appreciate your time today, uh, Constable Brister, and uh, you know, uh, best of luck with the hot weather because it can't be easy working in those uniforms. Well, we do our best, but thank you very much. Cheers. Have yourself a great day. day. Thanks. That's Constable Craig Brister of the Toronto Police talking about animals left on condo balconies. It's a gray area. Hard to believe it's a gray area. Why is it not just illegal? Is it just me or should we just go, hey, it's flat out illegal. The AM 640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM 640 or download the app at 640toronto.com.